everybody. Unfortunately, Troy had something come up today, so he wasn't able to record, but we have Miss Fluently Forward herself. Shannon, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, hello, hello. The pleasure is all mine. I'm excited. How have you been? The same. (laughs) Cold, (laughs) reading celebrity gossip, coming up with conspiracy theories, sitting in my closet, playing The Sims. How about you? I mean... (laughs) That sounds like the life, if you ask me. <laughs> Same. I'm not playing The Sims, though. I'm playing like Roller Coaster Tycoon after an edible. Just a living classic. The- a classic. Can I ask what type of a tycoon player are you? Do you drown them? Do you care for them? I care for my people. I want to win all the awards. <laughs> yes. Yes. Best park ever award. Oh, God. Brings me back to a good time. So I do have to say, Shannon and I are friends outside of the podcasting world, but you guys might not know, we don't agree on much when it comes to pop culture and celebrities. So this will be interesting. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll get physical. Ooh. And just so you guys know, this episode, it's a bit shorter for blind items. We're doing the Euphoria cast. They didn't have as many blind items as I thought they would. And Zendaya, we have a Patreon episode if you want to get all her dirt, but I did pull her like most recent blind items. Now, before we get into that, Shannon, we always do pop culture. And today news came out that the dancer Twitch has committed suicide. It is so heartbreaking. I don't know if you were super familiar with him, but he's someone, you know, always with a big smile on his face. He wasn't just like an Ellen sidekick. I don't really like how they're just calling him that. He was on So You Think You Can Dance, Step Up, and him and his wife were so adorable on TikTok. Yeah, I know that they were, I think they had like 5 million on TikTok or something like that. Um, I think really unexpected too. Not that there's any, we've seen this throughout time, not that there's any obvious signs of depression because people are so used to having to mask symptoms like that to the public. But I think it really just shocked everyone. It's always so sad when things like that happen. It's so sad. And everyone listening, I know holidays can be really hard. Life in general is really hard. But just remember, there there are people out there who really want you to be here. We see that you're a light in this world. And if you need help, reach out because there are people who are here to help. Now, to kind of switch from that, have you heard about all the news with Nick Carter? Oh, God. Yeah, I have. Um, Allegations of rape that happened uh to a woman who was or i guess a girl who was 17 at the time on his tour bus um she has autism and really just horrific details around it too i think this happened this assault happened on his bus Mm -hmm. and he said the r word to her in the sentence of like nobody's gonna believe you if this happens you'll go to jail now allegedly Um, he said that allegedly oh sorry oh thank you allegedly (laughs) Allegedly, he said all of that and gave her HPV and similar things, which I will say HPV. Have you ever had it? I've had it. No, I haven't. It is it is one of those things that freaks you out when you see it. And of course, nobody wants to get HPV because it can lead to genital warts or cervical cancer, things like that. Um, but if anyone right now has HPV, don't worry about it. You most likely you will be fine. Um, but just all of this horrific stuff. I mean, was this on your radar at all? Were you kind of expecting this? Obviously, you're more familiar with the Carters than I am. 
To be honest, I never thought Nick would get me to. And I hate to use that as like a verb because Mm. there have been so many allegations since he was like 17 years old. These aren't new stories. They're just being picked up more. And there is a part of me that wonders if now that Aaron has unfortunately passed away, he doesn't have like that veil where people could be like, no, Aaron's the Aaron's the bad one. You and see that I, happen with brothers. Like anytime Logan Paul does something, they go, oh, I hate that Jake Paul. There's something about two blonde brothers where people confuse them for each other all the time. Yeah. And if you look up Nick Carter allegations, there are a lot and there are police reports. But of course, we have to see how this plays out. I do. I don't know if you know this or the listeners, but ABC has decided to not play the Backstreet Boys Christmas special that they mm-hmm. were going to play. And they live streamed Jingle Ball from either New York or Boston. I'm not sure which city, but they didn't show the Backstreet Boys performance. Interesting. I feel like that's a good solution for, I mean, with things like this happening, right? You have one side saying, oh my God, everyone's just doing a me too. And then you have the other side who goes, you know, with, we don't even need to look into it. We can absolutely believe it in the meantime right? Typically these things go to court or unfortunately a lot of times they get settled outside of court. But in the meantime, I think that's a good idea to just put things on pause. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me if he takes a step back from the Backstreet Boys for a little bit. You are a big Backstreet Boys fan. Do you think the Backstreet Boys would do well without him? How much do you think he's bringing to the group? Unfortunately, I think they're like three lead singers, him, AJ, and Brian. Brian's voice is completely shot now. Mm. So him and AJ have picked up a lot of Brian's slack. But, you know, whatever happens. You know I, what they should do? Replace him with Nicole Scherzinger or whatever from the Pussycat <laughs> Dolls. And then just say, screw it. We're taking the best of the best. And we're going to call them the Backstreet Pussycats. <laughs> the Pussycat Bros or something. The Boy Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can bring JC. Bring JC Shazay. He deserves some... Um, some love, but I will say there is a YouTuber named Sloan who has allegedly received text messages from Nick Carter's wife threatening his life. And I will say that with a big allegedly because Sloan did a deep dive on, on the Carter family. And, you know, what I said about his allegations from years ago, they're very Googleable, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And allegedly Lauren Kit Carter reached out and was like, I'm sending people to you. I hired a private investigator to get your address. So I'm a little scared to even be bringing this up. Do you know who it's it's giving Nicki Minaj? Oh, geez. Don't get the barbs <laughs> mad at us, Shannon. Whoops. <laughs> By the way, Kelly didn't. My handle is at Dumois. If you want to give me a one star <laughs> rating for that. <laughs> no, I'm not blocked by her. <laughs> now, moving on from Nick. Have you watched the Meghan and Harry documentary? I don't know if I can. I I think it's just I've seen what has to be seen. And I don't know if you guys are going to talk about them. I just feel like there are some people in Hollywood where as a person online, you're just in a pickle if you talk about them. One of them is Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. The other one is uh, Meghan Markle, Harry. What the hell is his last name? The Prince. But you know what I mean? It's just to me, I don't love them. I don't hate them. They're just there. And I guess this Netflix thing to me is that they consistently seem to keep being there. What I found interesting was 
somebody saying that they, yes, they had a deal with Netflix, but it didn't have to be about their life and story. It could have been Megan and Harry do cooking, Megan and Harry go to the zoo, Megan and Harry, I don't know, try kickboxing. But I think at the end of the day, I don't really, I'd love to see them try something like that rather than just kind of repeat what's been happening to them for years, right? If they're going to be content creators, you have to create content that's new and fresh and who knows. Did you watch it? I did. Did you grow up in like a family that follows the Royals? No, not at all. How about you? So I grew up in a Princess Diana home. My mom Mm. loved Princess Di. And one thing that Harry keeps saying is I don't want history to repeat itself. I don't want what happened to my mom to happen to my wife. Mm. And he felt like it was going that way. And for me, I just don't think it's super fair for everyone to be like, Meghan Merkel showed up and stole Harry when it sounds like Harry kind of wanted out for a while and just didn't really know how to do it. Mm, Although I'd say that that's a little bit different, right? Because I don't want what happened to my um, mother to happen to my wife. So maybe he wanted to leave once he met Meghan and saw how she was being treated, right? Because otherwise, how does his mom relate to this? Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first part, I know it's coming out with new episodes tomorrow, actually. But the first part is very much about the media. It's not even like a ton about the royal family. Mm-hmm. But I know part two is going to rip apart the royal family. And I'm kind of excited. Yeah, see. here for that. Let's get Prince Andrew in there and make it a roast of everybody. I think that's my biggest issue is they seemed. And I could be totally wrong. If UK listeners want to chime in in comments or anything, please do. But it seems like they were like, oh, let's throw Megan and Harry out there. So we don't need to talk about Prince Andrew. I could totally see that happening. I, I was reading about the documentary and there was a quote from it where they said um, our family was it was frustrating that their family was willing to lie for other family members, but they wouldn't tell the truth for Harry and Meghan. And I, that just gives so much royalty politician types of energy where, yeah, the last thing they want to do is tell the truth, but they're more than happy to lie about something, which is just so messed up. So crazy. And I'm excited to see what the Royals have to say about it. I'm sure that they'll just deny everything, but it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Prince Andrew sits there sweating. It couldn't possibly be me. I've never sweat before in my life. It's like, I think my family has drama. This is world stage family drama that everyone is interested in. They should reenact that scene from Gossip Girl Thanksgiving where it goes, "Mm, what you say? And Megan and Harry get on a plane. Ooh, that you only, you know, that scene from Gossip Girl. Oh, I know that Thanksgiving scene from Gossip Girl. I was going to say, I'll sing the whole thing if you want me to. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Shannon, you're no longer the guest. I got to, I got to do this alone now. (laughs) Been booted out. Now we have to talk about the lame rapper named Drake, who Mm. (laughs) announced his new song called Previous Engagement. And the cover art is 42 42 diamonds to Mm. signify 42 engagement rings because he's wanted to propose 42 different times. (laughs) He's so me. (laughs) (laughs) What are your thoughts on Drake? I think Drake is a lame man. (laughs) I don't know how else. Like, I know he's really rich, has more money than I'll ever have, but I still think he's like a little loser. Yeah, it's funny how that reputation was kind of with him when he first entered the music scene and then it went away for a bit. And now it's coming back around, you know, maybe people don't really change as much as we think that they can. For sure. Now, is this album cover or I'm seeing a, a necklace that he's wearing? Yeah, so it's a necklace he's wearing with 42 diamonds to represent 
42 engagement rings. Again, he wanted to propose. Can you imagine being like the 52nd and he finally does it? He's like, actually, (laughs) you know what? It's time. And we thought the Justin Haley Selena stuff was a situation. It's like, oh no, there's actually 42 of you. (laughs) What are your Drake thoughts? Well, my Drake thoughts are I love watching old videos of Drake and his mom back when he lived in Canada. And there's this video. They were doing some sort of documentary back when he was on Degrassi. And um, his mom came in from grocery shopping and she's unpacking the groceries. And Aubrey's at the table doing his homework. And she's like, Aubrey, can you help me with the groceries? And he's so upset because he goes, Mom, I really wanted a tuna sandwich, not a chicken salad one. And he's whining about it. It is the funniest thing to me. Anytime I listen to a Drake song, I can't help but think this is Aubrey who really wanted a tuna salad, you know, because you get to see him as this moody teenager. And you rarely get to see celebrities like that unless they grew up on a reality or a Disney show. Oh, I love it. I need to see that clip immediately. It's so funny. Now, of course, um, Celine Dion is one of my favorite singers. She announced that she has something called stiff person syndrome, which could eventually leave her paralyzed. So I just want to put good vibes out for my girl, Celine. To me, she's like the voice under, I don't even want to pit women, but it's like her, Mariah and Whitney. And I'm not saying that's the order I put them in. It's just like those three are like. Ellie hates women. You heard it here first. (laughs) And you go, but who's better than all of them? Ed Sheeran. (laughs) Any man. Not Ed. Now, what about this? What about Ariana Grande impersonating Celine Dion? Where does that rank? Listen, our Ariana Grande episode is probably one that haunts me more than any other episode we've ever done. I want to move past that. Sorry. Trigger word for Kelly. (laughs) Of course, Meg Thee Stallion is going to court against Tory Lanez. Um, I know Troy would say this as well, but we stand with Megan Mm -hmm. and... It's so insane how Tori Lanez is trying to say she slept with all these men. I don't care how many people she slept with. She doesn't deserve to be shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a side note. I have said multiple times I wanted to do a Jesse James Decker episode, but we actually got a DM from someone saying we should not do it because allegedly her and her team will dox people. So as much as I want to do Jesse James Decker, guys, I don't know if we should. Kelly, you've got a doorman building. Go for it. It's not a doorman. It's just locked. (laughs) They could dress as an Amazon person. I'd be like, sure, come on in. Oh, yeah. Open door. Open door. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Can you say any more about the DM? It, It was literally just like, hey, I know that there's a lot of stuff going on with Jesse James Decker, but she's known to dox people. Her and her team are known to like really make people's lives miserable. And I don't know if I want to deal with that right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. I've gotten a few DMs about that because I almost did an Army Hammer episode and a lot of people were like, you know what? It's just not worth it. For sure. But if you guys do want like Jesse James Decker tea, there is a um, Decker Reddit, Decker family Reddit or something like that. Mm. And there's a lot of stuff there. um, But I didn't send you there. Yes. (laughs) I guess wrapping up pop culture We got to talk White Lotus, guys. There will be some spoilers in here. Um, But Shannon, tell me your White Lotus thoughts, because I know you binged it all last week to catch up, right? Ooh, I binged it hard. And then this past Monday, we did a White Lotus um, blind item episode, which not a lot of blinds on those folks, because, you know, most of the cast was probably the first time you were seeing them on your screen. 
for most of them. I love, it was my first time watching White Lotus, loved the concept. Ooh, I love how it got darker and darker after each episode. I will say I was waiting for a little twisty twist. I, you know, we were just so well fed in the first couple of episodes that I thought in the finale, there would be a twist on top of the twist, but it was in fact just one twist. What did you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I love that the sex workers won. They got everything they wanted and I loved them so much for it. Yeah, they won. But I have to say, they also got a little bit lucky. Be smarter, girls. Do not use them as the blueprint. A lot of things went their way. Theo James could have not given them the envelope. They could have been, you know what I mean? I was just thinking you girls, you know, got lucky. Nobody used this as a blueprint, but I liked them and I loved how they helped, um, Valentina with her uh, sexuality and stuff like that. That was a great scene. I know those three are definitely just like living off. Well, Valentina's working, but going yeah. to lesbian bars, getting drunk, having fun. Player. What about that booty on Valentina too? Oh my God. I, I paused the uh, video. Did you? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I did see stills on Twitter. I was like, damn. Yeah. hundred percent. Like something about standing behind a reception desk all day. Who knew that it gave you uh, glutes like that? Who was your favorite? Daphne. Ooh, so twisted when she talked about her train. I have this trainer in the city. Like, I, I'm not even involved in that. I'm going to launch into the monologue the next time someone goes out. The waiter's going to be like, Shannon, what do you, uh, you want to order? I have this trainer in the city. He's so funny. Just the way she did it was so, ah, God, you don't want to be her, but you admire her. I kind of want to gatekeep Megan Fahey because I have loved her since the bold type. Mm. Now, if you want to watch the show... <laughs> I'm not going to say it's the best show, but I will say she's the best part of the show. Yeah, the bold type. You know who I loved? Um, what's her name? Who is Jan in The Office who played their boss? Yes. Yeah, I thought she was a great character whose name we are obviously blanking on right now. She was great, though. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> Unnamed and the best. Now, before we get into blind items, I had one celebrity kindness news. Usually we don't talk about kindness unless it comes up in a random blind item. Mm. But this is about Young Gravy. Are you familiar with Mr. Young Gravy, Shannon? Oh, Gravy, he's so funky. How does the song go? <laughs> I don't know, but I know he loves moms. Yes. Yeah, he's a milf hunter for sure. So apparently, Young Gravy has collected 149 bras during his tour. Oh, I'm sorry. Minneapolis, you gave him 149 bras during his show. <laughs> This rounds out his collection to 678 bras across the U.S. And one of his TikToks has circulated widely, depicting a recent concert in Minneapolis, as I said. But he is going to be donating all of those bras to breast cancer awareness. Yeah, like people who help Research. people dealing with breast cancer. And then he's also going to donate them to domestic violence shelters. And he's also going to like guess how much money these bras cost and donate all of that to breast cancer research. He's going to be in for a rude awakening. Have you seen those TikTok videos where guys try to guess how much bras and thongs are? They're like, what a bra is what? what it's $10. A thong is two. No. Could you it's imagine like, if a bra was only $10? Oh my God. I would be exploding in bras. They're so, that's why you keep the bras that you have from high school because they're so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So everything with that, was opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And Shannon, before we get into Euphoria Blinds, what's your thought on the show? What are your thoughts on the cast? 
the show is interesting. I have to say, I think it's a little bit overhyped. It's probably fantastic, but watching TV shows is very emotional for me. Like Breaking Bad is such a good show, but it gives me so much anxiety. And so does Euphoria. It also gives me a lot of anxiety. So I love it, but I'm also scared of it. And I'm so curious as to if this is the today experience of high schoolers or was I just lamer than normal? Have kids gotten cooler? What's going on? What was your high school like? Uh, you know, I, I was into horses in high school and <laughs> I dated a lot of guys on the cross country team, wrote fan fiction. That's about it. How about you? I will say I was like a good kid in high school. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. We didn't do any drugs, but my school definitely like had moments when Euphoria I moments. was, when I was a sophomore, I know the junior year juniors had a herpes outbreak that was big mm-hmm. news and the juniors were keying seniors cars a few years before I got into school there was like an ecstasy thing where everyone showed up to school rolling <laughs> talk about the worst place to do mafia <laughs> I know. but they'd be like chewing on binkies in the hallway <laughs> um yeah kids would drink in class In my bio class, a kid did coke right next to me once. What? So like when I watched Euphoria, obviously Euphoria is like insane. Did he cut it up on his binder, by the way? Like, what do you even do now? He put on his little key. He put on his car key. I guess car keys. Yeah, you have a car by then. Yeah, he just put on his car key and snorted. And I looked at him. He's like, don't look at me. I was like, fair. (laughs) And I grew up in like an upper class type town. It was really... Interesting, but a lot of parents were able to make issues go away. Mm, Yeah, you know, you don't see as much parental involvement with euphoria. And sometimes I get sucked into the reality of a show. Like, for example, The Bold Type. Don't you spend the entire show going, how are you affording that apartment on your magazine salary? And then in euphoria, I just go, where where are the parents? What are the parents doing? Why why isn't your mom checking in on you to see if you're doing homework? You're just giving a blowjob and no parent is coming in to check. It's so funny. I feel like I don't really watch shows that way. Uh, yeah, I got a little bit too invested. <laughs> Didn't you say you can't watch certain shows because you think it's too embarrassing? Oh, the cringe type. The cringe. So like The Office or something like cringe humor is a little bit upsetting. So anyway, I don't know. We'll have to see if people say that their high school experience is similar to Euphoria. For me, it was just like that. All that stuff happened in college. Mm hmm. Something about Jacob Elordi really bothers me. I don't know if he kind of reminds me of like Army Hammer. I don't know if it's his Mm. weird interviews where he acts like he's the most serious actor of all time. I don't know if it's his PR relationships. There's just something like dark sided about him to me. I would agree. And I mean, this is I already have read all of his blinds before because we covered Euphoria at the end of the last, although there's been new blinds since he, so I obviously have my own preconceived notions of him, but he's always kind of looking a certain way. Also, I don't know if he does this on purpose, but a lot of photos that are taken of him on the red carpet, he's not making eye contact with the camera. He's always looking away. So it looks like he's up to something and he's scheming. (laughs) That's probably it. Yeah. He's just a schemer. I just think of him as like a, uh, an actor, an actor who's consistently acting and right now is playing the part of someone who wants to be an A-lister. Ooh, I like that. So we start in 2019. I told you from the outset that this one named a list actress was faking it with the foreign born superhero and it was exposed as such. 
Now she's trying again with yet another actor to make things look real. And that's Zendaya, Tom Holland, and Jacob Elordi. And that is when her and Jacob were spotted in New York on the subway holding hands. It was very short. It was just a moment in time. Yeah, I think they were getting coffee at this place in Bond Street, which I've also seen Jonah Hill photographed there. And it's this very nice coffee shop with a bench in front. And part of me wonders, is that the bench you go sit at when you want to get photographed in New York? Should we sit there someday? Oh, my God, we should. And just wait. (laughs) Say they'll show up eventually. (laughs) We'll wait for Jacob. This one named former Disney actress turned A minus B plus lister continues to try and fool the public that her current relationship is real. It didn't really work out so well the last time she did it. And that's also Zendaya, Jacob Elordi, and Tom Holland. Before we go further, what do you think of Zendaya and Tom? I was so convinced they were PR. And obviously they aren't because they've been together for so long. But it just made so much sense to me with the Spider-Man. I thought, what are the odds that all three, Spider-Man and Mary Jane, get together? It can't be. But I also know that they've had a little bit of a relationship before that Spider-Man movie and then during and then after. I do think some stuff is PR, that article that they were going to be moving into this London mansion that Tom had and that ended up not being true. So I think some of that stuff is a little bit embellished. But I mean, why would they be faking it now? Isn't it like a year after the Spider-Man movie, if not more? Yeah, I was totally convinced they were fake, but now I'm not. I just picture Zendaya as such a lioness of a woman and Tom Holland as such a tiny, tiny puppy of a man. (laughs) So I don't know. I just I don't think the best things about Tom Holland. And I think that we all think the best things about Zendaya. So we'll see. We'll see. As long as they're happy. I love that you ended it with as long as they're happy, though. Yeah, Yeah, because my opinion matters so much in this. You know, who cares? (laughs) I do. (laughs) So now we're in 2020, and this is a blind gossip blind item. This girl from a celebrity family is not limiting herself. Our girl is currently dating a male actor. He's handsome and popular, so it makes sense that she wants to be photographed out with him as much as possible. While you leave your house only to get groceries, she makes sure that they are always on the move, grabbing coffee, going to dinner, always within range of the paparazzi. Yes, she's thirsty. That's how she wound up entangled with that unstable male actor last year. He was in the news a lot, so she made sure she was photographed right along with him. It was a publicity setup, but it wasn't until his actions became frightening that she got out of the, quote, relationship. Now that ex-boyfriend is in the rearview mirror, our girl is comfortably driving into a new relationship with current boyfriend. Current boyfriend loves attention as much as ex-boyfriend, but he's more stable. This current boyfriend's second foray into celebrity dating. The first time he was with his co-star, the relationship was much more about publicity than anything else. Once he cut his teeth on dating one female celebrity and learned how the publicity game is played, he moved on to the second setup with our girl. While current boyfriend may be euphoric to be seen with such a pretty new girlfriend, we're not sure if he knows everything he should about her. You see, we happen to know that our girl is seeing someone else behind his back, an up-and-coming young actress. So just know that our girl is publicly dating an actor. She's privately dating an actress. Yes, she's got one of each. So the girl is allegedly Kaya Gerber, the Mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend being Pete, and the current being Jacob. 
I will say Jacob does seem very stable for having the euphoria fame. You haven't really heard of him in scandals or out partying. I kind of miss celebrities partying at the club. I haven't really like who's the biggest club celebrity as of right now. Honestly, I think it's like Cara Delevingne or Selena Gomez. It might be you, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) It probably is me. But yeah, I do think next year there will be a Jacob scandal. I don't know what it's going to be, but I feel something coming with him. Oh, I love it. All right, put it out there. I'm just going like so hard at him for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) This next one is from NT at the Golden Globes. The split decision winner for biggest Coke user of the night went to this B-plus list, mostly television actress who had recurring roles on three separate hit shows at once within the past two years. One of them is a crazy popular streaming show on Hulu. And that's Sydney Sweeney referring to Euphoria, Sharp Objects, and The Handmaid's Tale. I'm surprised Entia wrote that one because I know he's friends with our girl, Sydney. Yeah. So allegedly, guys, her and Entia are very close. But you know what? He said she was the biggest Coke winner. He didn't say she was a loser. He said our girl won. (laughs) She's definitely the next it girl, right? I don't know. She keeps stumbling. Yeah. I guess after, obviously, her family photos. But to me, it's like your family is a mess. Like my family's a mess. It doesn't. But then there were there was also that uh, quote, which I understood what she was saying and I agree with her, but I think it got very misinterpreted where she was talking about how she has to do so many ads because it's hard to keep up with the Joneses and Hollywood money wise. Who knows? Who knows? If I were her, I'd imagine that she is probably going to take a little bit of a step back for the next year. So that way she doesn't get overexposed because she has been in a ton of stuff lately. Ton of stuff. And I agree with you about that quote. Because I think she was trying to explain how much it costs to like break into Hollywood. And it does. It does cost a lot. And it, yeah, you have to pay for management, agent, all that. But I know you had a financial person on your podcast and you guys talked about Sydney Sweeney, right? Yeah, Money with Katie. And we were talking about too how in Euphoria, she was paid $300,000 for the entire second season, which, you know, she really gets bare and out there in the second season, $300,000 is, I mean, it's a good amount of money, but I've also met people in the city who make way more than that. And they're not as famous, well-known, shown to the public, exposed, things like that. So I I understood her quote. That being said, she's also done things like buy a $3 million house. So it's hard to feel too much celebrity or sympathy, basically, when celebrities buy a $3 million house and then complain about money. Everybody's funny about money. Nobody wants to hear somebody complain about it. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. Her family was distressed. She was into women. So they have set the offspring of a permanent A-plus lister with a guy and made sure tabloids wrote about it all. And of course, again, that's Kaya and Jacob. I find that so funny that her family is distressed that she's into women. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like her both of her parents are so in the scene within Hollywood and you picture Hollywood to be such a progressive place, even though it sounds like it's pretty backwards on the inside, but I would be more distressed that my daughter was dating Pete Davidson. <laughs> no, the brander. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And she, he was way older than her. Way older, way older, even though he kind of doesn't Pete Davidson give like perpetual teenager energy. He reminds me of someone who works at an arcade in a mall. Yes. Yes. And kind of like has a smell <laughs> like I don't know about the smell. But. Well, did you see this was back when he was dating Kim Kardashian and they were doing some sort of Zoom interview with him and you saw his bedroom, mm-hmm. the inside of it, a teenager bedroom. Sydney Sweeney's like, that's because he doesn't have enough money to decorate it. 
My bedroom also looks like that. (laughs) I live in minimalism because I have to. (laughs) We're in the year 2022. This is a kindness blind. This illiterate, A-minus-less actress surprised her neighbor and her neighbor's teen daughter with passes to the premiere of the new season of her show and also bought them red carpet-worthy clothes and got them a limo. And that's about Sydney Sweeney. And I've heard she is nice. Like, she just kind of fixes up cars and minds her business. Yeah, she does seem like a nice girl. So we'll see. Fingers crossed, guys. It was the people behind this B-plus-less, mostly television actor who goes from one girlfriend contract to the next who wanted his character to not further develop a relationship established in season one of a show in which he starred. His team thought it would affect his future roles he might land and pigeonhole the actor. They were prepared to have him walk off the show. So that's Jacob with Euphoria. And allegedly that was about um, the Nate and Jules relationship on Euphoria. Mm, as Hunter so Schaefer. Yeah. I, I mean, there were a lot of rumors at the time of was there beef between Jacob and Hunter because there was some unfollowing, following on Instagram, a few quotes, things like that. People have said that nothing came of it. And I'm pretty sure Hunter spoke out and said that there was no bad blood between them, too. But a lot of people were so confused about the Nate, about the Nate and Cassie storyline. A lot of people were like that completely came out of left field. What was the reason? And it does seem like in terms of script writing, the second season got completely off the rails like with Kat's storyline, all of this crazy stuff. And we get into that a little bit later because The Beast did a whole article about it. Mm. But Dumois, I know you can't see Dumois. I'm sorry. Tell tell me what she's saying. (laughs) (laughs) But she was posting that there was a big divide between cast members. And just a heads up, anybody, if you know how to like access Dumois archives for blind items or submissions, please let me know because it seems like she has most of the euphoria stuff, not other blind item sites. Mm. As part of her deal with this pay cable channel, the channel is only allowed to spend money promoting the show and our actress for any awards. They can't and won't stop others from being nominated on the show, but are not allowed to spend any money on campaigns for them. And that's about Zendaya with Euphoria. And I've heard this with many other things. Allegedly, that's why Kim Cattrall was so upset with Sarah Jessica Parker, because she was having HBO, which maybe this is an HBO thing, uh, spend money promoting all three of the girls on Sex and the City other than Samantha slash Kim Cattrall. And she found out. And that's why she was so pissed. Do you believe that? I think something sketchy went on. I think anytime they both talk about it publicly, Sarah Jessica Parker comes across as so classy and filled with grace. But I just love Samantha so much, which means I love Kim Cattrall. And she can't be mad for nothing. There has to be a reason. There has to be more than just the stuff that they've like told us. Yeah. The team behind this euphoria actor is working overtime to make him seem like the nicest person ever. Kindness stories, flooding emails and message boards, and stories about a new girlfriend, all to try and hide the rape allegations. And that is Angus Cloud. And I have some Angus Cloud thoughts. Ooh, spill them. I know that he suffered head injury and stuff, and I know he talked about it, but I wish he was more media trained. 
Mm, oh my God. Wasn't there that one clip where someone was interviewing him on the red carpet and he basically blew her off? Yeah. He's being interviewed by this woman with a very high ponytail and a white dress or a white shirt. And you could tell he just doesn't want to be there and he ends up walking off halfway through. And some people were saying um, how funny he's totally like his character To me, I thought it was in bad taste just because it is so hard to be an actor or actress in Hollywood. And once you make it, there are so many people working two, three jobs while trying to get this position that you're in. And maybe, oh, you're not in the mood to go to the red carpet. You don't have to go. But to go and, I don't know, not be thankful about how you're there when you know that there's probably a thousand people who would kill to have your position and be in your shoes. It just seemed like he wasn't really into it. I agree with you. I think that's what makes me so frustrated. Just like pretend you care a little. That's all I need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't need, you know, I don't need someone to be fake, but I need them to be happy and grateful for the position that they're in, which by the way, Euphoria seems like a pretty easy gig. It's not like you have to go through all of these physical trainings and tests or learn the Dothrathi language or really push you outside of your limits. I feel like his role was pretty easy, relatively speaking to other acting roles. For sure. And I guess I can backpedal a little because I know he wasn't an actor. He was like picked off the street to be on the show. But maybe I can be mad at HBO for not giving him the training. Sure. Got to be mad at someone. I'll be mad at HBO, (laughs) not him. This Euphoria actress always thinks people would forget her being inappropriate with an 11-year-old when she was in her 20s. And that is about Alexa Demi. And do you know who this person is? Sunny Suachik? No, I'm not sure. Mid-90s. I haven't seen the movie mid-90s, though. I haven't seen that. It says the extremely uncomfortable sex scene in mid-90s. What did you think? Well, if it's in a movie, I feel like that's a really hard... I remember when we did our episode on Twilight, the director basically said that for the chemistry reading between uh, Edward and Kristen that or I guess Edward and Bella technically that there was too strong chemistry and the director was basically saying hey Kristen Stewart's 17 you need to slow down okay well then don't hire someone under 18 for a sex scene or don't write that into something I find it so bizarre that people would even do that and then go oh my god can you believe that they were sexual with a 14 year old why are you hiring a 14 year old for the movie why are we doing this at all that's a very good point Well, I mean, the Euphoria actress thinks people will forget. I did forget. I had never read that before. Now I'm going to look at her a little different. (laughs) Do you remember when it came out that she was like 32 and everyone lost their fucking mind? It was all of the memes of like Alexa Demi, like on the Titanic, (laughs) dancing on Plymouth Rock, hanging out with Aristotle. (laughs) It's like 32 is an old guy's. The thirsty Euphoria actor who does everyone wrong is now trying to set something up with the new hair color reality star. Her mom would love it. And that's Jacob and Kendall Jenner. And that's when they were spotted at some dinner together. Are they siblings or are they dating? Because they both, don't they look so similar? And they both give us absolutely nothing. Maybe they're perfect for each other. (laughs) She's done with the uh, basketball player now, right? So there we go. Set it up. 2023, you heard it here first. The people behind this A- slash B plus list actress who stars in a hit pay cable show and has the same name as an electronic assistant are trying to do a Robert Pattinson slash the Batman thing with the Madonna casting. Everyone knows that trick now, though, so it just looks lame and overplayed. And that is Alexa Demi from Euphoria about Amazon Alexa. 
So what she was trying to do is put rumors out that she was being cast as Madonna in the mm. um, new Madonna movie. Do you Allegedly. When uh, there were alleged rumors that Harry Styles was trying to do that for the role of Prince Eric in the live action mermaid. I didn't know that he was the one who supposedly put those rumors out. Well, that's what the blinds allegedly said, but I can't, I can't picture him as a Prince Eric. I could picture him as that like know nothing Prince who does something in Sleeping Beauty. He could be that guy. <laughs> or maybe he, Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider would work. To me, Prince know. Eric is more of like Matt Bomer. Or like Henry Ian Somerhalder or something. Yes. Sexy Prince Eric. Oh, God, my voice got deep. <laughs> Shannon, calm down. Ian Somerhalder would be more of a Disney villain than a prince, I think, because he's got those eyebrows. That's true. He knows how to work those eyebrows. Mm-hmm. This a actor has really been pushing the fake story that he's dating an a reality star from a reality family. It got so bad that the real fake boyfriend actually spoke out about the reality star for the first time anyone can remember. So again, that's Jacob Kendall and Devin Booker ended up speaking out saying he's enjoying life to the fullest when he was asked about his relationship with Kendall. Don't you just love PR things like that? Enjoying life to the fullest. Who would ever say that as a real sentence unless you were giving it as a quote for a tabloid magazine? Living life to the fullest. Have you ever texted me that you're doing that? I sure haven't. (laughs) I like to live life halfway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I quoted you a few episodes ago, how you always say when couples look very much in love, you Mm -hmm. kind of tilt your head to the side. Yeah, yeah, very much in love. This A-list pay cable actor supposedly has a girlfriend. Well, he might want to ask her about the sucking face she was doing this weekend at a premiere after party, as with Angus Cloud and Maude Apatow. So I guess they were trying to make a little PR couple happen after that. People really wanted them together. Yeah, people really like the the Apatow family in general is, I think, very well liked by people. But I have heard so many rumors from, ooh, not Angus Cloud and not Jacob Elordi. Who is the other guy in Euphoria who was dating Jules? Dominic Fike? Yes, 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 yes. yes. That's it. And I personally, I remember Dumas would post about this. I saw from a burner account and I got so many DMs too about him cheating because they were trying to put him with Hunter Schaefer. And I had friends, somebody who DM'd me who legitimately hooked up with him outside of the Bowery Hotel and things like that. So that was not. And they were also one of the quote, very much in love couples, Dominic and Hunter. No, PR, PR. Were there any well, lines about that or no? No, there weren't. I was shocked because I guess, again, I've seen so many Dumois things with them, mm-hmm. but they're still together. She's on tour with him right now. No, they're not. Sorry. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, there are photos of them, of her being on tour with him. Well, she needs to get out because I've had so many people DM me that they he has been inside of them, allegedly. So... <laughs> Anyway, tell us more about this. I want to hear more about. Let me see. We don't have blind items about about those two. Okay. well, let me see if uh, there used to be a feature on Instagram and they took it away where you could search through your DMs by individual words. And now they only pull up. Let's see. This episode of Beyond the Blinds is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you guys know, holidays can be a really tough time, and unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual. So when it's not working out for you, it's normal to feel stuck. 
Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent, even getting a new job, anything like that. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online. We've talked about it before. Both Troy and I have used BetterHelp and we both love it. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash blinds. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash blinds. Yeah, I've got two, but one of them wants to be anonymous. So the first one is about Dominic and Hunter. And these are mine. <laughs> these are Shannon's, okay? Fluently Forward owns these blind items. Woo! Okay. The first, I'm really going to try to make it fuzzy because this person wants it to be anonymous. So sometime last winter, somebody went to a place in New York City and they ended up seeing somebody who was at, uh, who was on a date with Dominic. Dominic was really nice. They chatted with him for a little bit. He yelled at the waiter at one point. Uh, they left the table confused because of the dating rumors of him and Hunter. And the next day they heard from that person who was on the date with them. And that person said that they bar hopped, had fun in the bathroom and later hooked up in his hotel room. So that's a little vague something. And then there was another blind item somebody submitted about um, Euphoria season two. And this was completely correct, completely verified. So they sent this to me maybe one or two episodes into the second season. They said, I worked background on Euphoria season two and sat behind Alexa, Demi, Barbie, and the girl that plays BB for two days of filming. I've worked on a lot of shows, but Alexa was the most stuck up diva actor I've ever encountered. And I've been on set with Miles Teller. Her and Barbie were talking shit on other celebrities, parentheses, Vanessa Hudgens was one, so random, and complaining the whole time. Alexa was loudly complaining that overtime wasn't worth it because they only get a couple thousand dollars extra in front of a room full of extras making minimum wage. Parentheses, our overtime pay is $22 an hour. They kept yelling for the assistant to bring them bottled sparkling water with a straw, and then the assistant would be running. In the scene that they were filming, parentheses, Maddie chasing and fighting Cassie on stage of Lexi's play, but shh, don't share that yet because it's in the finale. So that's how I knew it was legit. I was like waiting for the finale to watch. Alexa would take off her shoes and throw them. One of the shoes would usually land in front of an extra. And one time in between takes, he tried to hand it to Alexa, but she walked right past him and didn't even look at him like he was dirt. She made her assistant go get the shoe and bring it to her. Barbie seemed stuck up as well, but she was more just agreeing with what Alexa was saying. Neither of them spoke to Bibi at all, who was so nice and literally making friends with all of the extras and talking to us. It's funny that Alexa has only ever been in one show. She thinks she's some A-list celebrity, but I doubt she'll have much of a career outside of euphoria, especially with her horrible attitude. Wow. Okay. There we go. There's the juice. Thank you. Thank you for delivering. Thank thank them. They're all anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, anonymous people. 
This euphoria actor tries so hard to find beards and play the game, but hooked up with someone on Grinder Thursday night who has never been shy about announcing his famous hookups. And of course, that's Jacob. And I love when they just have random articles in parentheses. And just so you guys know, this article says outfits that prove Jacob is boyfriend material. <laughs> Bearding material, more like it. Okay, here's a blind from the Oscars. Late last night, I got a tip that this A-list model slash B-plus list actress who everyone under the age of 25 knows was busted after a premiere, smoking meth outside in an alley. <laughs> Considering the number of tips that come in about the cast of a show she is on, I wanted something a little more solid. Her driver last night said that the model slash actress was with her date, and as soon as they sat down, all he could smell was burned plastic. As a former addict, he knows that smell too well. Now, could it have been the date? Sure, but the date wasn't at the premiere the other night. Hunter Schaefer, Euphoria, Dominic Fike. Interesting. I always think the meth blinds are wild just because I probably have my own thoughts about meth. I didn't know Cheryl. that. Like, I don't know. You know, like meth just seems not Hollywood drugs. Mm, what do you, I, I like not a designer cocaine. drug. Like I would say like Coke is a designer drug or... Something like that. Do you know what I mean? Not enough celebrities are doing GHB. And I got to say, I think it is up and coming. <laughs> Not enough celebrities are smoking spice. <laughs> I just think <laughs> I heard good things about it. Nobody do drugs. Nobody do drugs. But GHB is kind of fun. And I'm surprised more celebrities aren't doing it, especially Jacob Elordi. If you get my drift, it makes your butthole bigger. Okay. You're Anyways. <laughs> this euphoria star slash model learned an important lesson last night. That smile she got from an actress she thought was a friend turned into insults when she thought the euphoria actress could not hear any longer. And that's Barbie Fiera in Kernan Shipka. The teenage bitch. I know. I would not survive a day in Hollywood. Oh, no, I hear you too. Well, we'll never be let in. <laughs> it's true. We're not welcome. Good for the illiterate Euphoria actress for admitting that men used to pay her bills when she was starting out as an actress. It happens often, but actors and actresses like to pretend that they somehow managed to live a luxury life on their acting pay. Cece, the illiterate one and the model who used to star with her. And that's about Chloe Cherry. This illiterate a actress has shed her clothes for recent roles. It doesn't mean that producers should have meetings with her where... Fully visible to her are her nude scenes involving her that have been frozen in the producer looking at her like a creep. So that Sydney Sweeney and Sam Levinson, who is the creator. Yeah, I could totally see people trying to take advantage of Sydney Sweeney. And even too, going back to Chloe Cherry, I could see that happening as well. I know that there was a lot of drama about how her very first day on set the scene where she climbs into the air duct or the air vent, she was supposed to be naked for that. And she oh, was oh. like, what's the point? Like there, there would be no, me being naked, but not add anything to the scene. And she had to fight to not be totally naked in that. Something with Sam's going to come out in the next few years for sure. Right. It has to, right. I just think it's, I don't know, even you and I, he's 37, you're 32. I'm, almost I'll be 32 in July let's I'm get sorry. it right. you know what I asked you your age the other day and you keep saying almost 32 which is really confusing for me to realize that you're 31 because you keep saying almost 32 
I'm 29, he's 37. I really couldn't fathom directing a show about high schoolers and being like, okay, like, I guess it's the role of a director, but like grind, grind on and harder. You know, you don't want to, you want to get to homeroom and stuff like that. I just think that would be so bizarre to do. Obviously there's a lot of directors who don't have a problem with it, but I know that they got into a lot of trouble with it. And then they had, what what were they, intimacy coordinators in season two? Mm-hmm. I think that was where a lot of people heard of the term. And it seemed like other shows took after them as well to do that. But I don't know. I think he's creepy. Yeah. Again, at the end, we talk about an article from The Beast. And it kind of puts everything into perspective for him. Oh, okay. This one's from the Met Gala. I'm sure there will be an official spin, but this A minus B plus this pay cable actress was scheduled to attend, but is dealing with some substance abuse issues and was in no shape to be seen in public. Alexa Demi. A minus slash B plus list. I feel like she's not that big. I'd say she's probably B. Yeah, let's see here as a beer. Because if you don't know Euphoria, you probably don't know her. I would say it, it would be cool to see her at some place at the Met Gala. I really love when you have an actor or actress who has such a character on a TV show with a specific sense of style. And then you get to see them on a red carpet and see what they actually look like in stunning clothes or a ball gown or something that Maddie would never wear. I always find that fun. I agree with you. And she also today announced she's no longer the face of Balenciaga. She's cut all ties. She was the face of Balenciaga? She was supposed to be. She was supposed to be for, I don't, I'm not a fashion girly, Shannon, if you can believe it. But I know she was supposed to be, and she's taken everything off of her Instagram and has just completely cut ties. Wow. Well, good for her, dude. Everyone should be doing that. Balenciaga is freaking weird. Still, still, by the way, uh, still haven't given an answer for why there was a child pornography document underneath that purse. We're going on about three weeks now. No answer. (laughs) And everyone's moved on to something else. Everyone's moved on. Not me. (laughs) I'm back in 2008 with the Jeffrey Epstein case. Insane. This actor is deeply in the closet, so the fact he punched a guy for hitting on him a few nights ago is a head shaker. Okay, Jacob. I just got to say, you can still punch someone for hitting on you. I love it from men and women, but if someone's creepy, I will throw a punch at them. You know what I mean? I always find blinds like that interesting when they're like, she's she's queer, but she didn't like this woman molesting her. <laughs> <It's> like, <"What?" laughs> right. It's like there is a boundary. <laughs> It is honestly the perfect match for this Euphoria actor to be partnered up with the barely there offspring. They both have a never ending thirst for attention and are perfectly willing to fake what needs to be fake in order to get attention. Jacob Elordi and Olivia Jade. And they're still together, I believe. Oh, okay. I haven't seen much from either of them, but I will say that is a perfect match. They just had a weird park pap walk. It's on like Just Jared. (laughs) which is like the knee pads of TMZ. (laughs) Gotta love it. This illiterate actress from multiple hit pay cable shows is just being shaken down by a company that just made a product that didn't really sell and have that pretty much to blame on themselves. So that's when Sydney Sweeney was sued for allegedly bailing on a swimsuit deal. Hmm. Speaking of drugs, this euphoria actress with more of a supporting role has been on a coke bender for the past few weeks that is insane. Chloe Cherry. That doesn't surprise me. I feel like if you're not, if you haven't been on a coke bender in Hollywood, are you even in Hollywood? <laughs> That's you, you might be in San Francisco. <laughs> 
This euphoria actor wanted no part of an interview prior to a sports event because he knows nothing about the sport, even though he says he watches it religiously. He knew he would have been called out if it went live on air. And that's Jacob being at the Formula One Monaco's F1 Grand Prix. I don't, lines like that are just silly to me. It's like, if I could go somewhere for free, I would probably say I watched it all the time too. Oh, I think it would have been funny if, I I mean, I always just want a hilarious entertainment authenticity from celebrities. It would have been really funny if he did do the interview and he goes, I actually do not know what happened here, but I am excited for this to be my first way to find out. I just wonder why don't people do interviews where they just admit they don't know something? Because he's a serious actor and he won't be seen as silly. (laughs) He's not a silly boy. He's a sociopathic high schooler. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Get it right, Shannon. This illiterate streaming star was invited to the wedding of the permanent A-list singer, but doesn't even know it. Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria, Britney Spears' wedding. These are moments I wish Troy was able to join today because I have so many questions about Britney Spears in general and her guest list to the wedding. Yeah, please have Troy put on Instagram stories or something his reaction to this. I will. I'll I'll see what what he says about that. This thirsty euphoria actor is being accused of revenge porn. And that's Jacob. I haven't heard anything about that. So I'm not sure. I guess maybe debunk that blind. It just hasn't come to light if it is true. Often when we discuss this A minus B plus list actress, no one mentions she is a celebrity offspring. Anyway, she has rebounded nicely and is sleeping with a producer to land a new television role, Minka Kelly. I love Minka Kelly. I love her voice. I love her face. I love her body. I loved her fake house in Euphoria. I only say fake because it's not actually her house. I wanted more babysitting scenes, please. Something about Minga Kelly. She's always in the news, maybe not in the news, but like in celebrity world. Now she's in a fake relationship with the lead singer of Imagine Dragons. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. You think it's fake? I just feel like he's so no name that it could be real. I don't know. Photos were set up. Yeah, he just got out of a marriage. So I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I feel like that means that it's real. And she he was sleeping with her while he was still married. Oh, look at that. But she was just with Trevor Noah. Threesome. God, I'm I'm crazy. I we're both insane. We like refuse to. We're like we just know that it can't be the truth. So it could be anything else. Put a leash on us. This illiterate b plus actress is still yachting. She says now that she's famous, it's much more fun and much more rewarding. And allegedly that is Chloe Cherry. I, I guess good with Chloe Cherry. Yeah. I know. I'm she not... seems like very fucking cool. Yeah, that makes sense. It was thought this foreign born A minus B plus list actor who stars on a hit streaming show would use the opportunity of a very recent major interview to come out. He chose not to. I think a lot of his substance abuse issues can probably be attributed to him being with men in private, but unable to discuss publicly. Oh, that's Jacob Elordi. And that blind could be written about so many actors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have an Emmy Awards blind. This illiterate fruit actress will be the first person to tell you that the relationship between the one name actress and her, quote, boyfriend is fake. She acts as if she has pictures. Maybe it's one of her sugar daddies who does. And allegedly Chloe, Zendaya and Tom Holland. 
I'm back on the PR train. If <laughs> Chloe says it's true, I say it's true. Now, check out that blind item where she goes, she acts as if she has pictures. Maybe it's one of her sugar daddies who does. Does that mean that she allegedly knows that they're fake because her sugar daddy has been with either Zendaya or Tom Holland? What do you think the last two lines there mean? Oh, I never like look into blinds like that. So I'm glad you asked me. Maybe oh, her sugar like daddy is like a producer, maybe like a producer or <gasps> just someone in the Hollywood bubble, like higher up than her. Maybe, maybe we will see. Now, here's the thing. Do you think Zendaya and Tom Holland are going to get married? I don't know. I don't think so. Cause they're both fairly young still. They are. They are young. So let's say that they break up just because odds are greater of that than ending in marriage. How do you think their breakup's going to go? Do you think it'll be amicable? Do you think it'll be nasty? One person will date, start dating like very soon afterwards. I can't picture either of them trying to tarnish their own brand. Yeah. Or each other's brand, really. And they both have the brand of, you know, ex-Disney girl, Marvel superhero. Those are very stable foundations. It's not like they're Bravo celebrities. And I think they're kind of a sweet couple to a lot of people because at our live shows, that was one of our number one questions was, do you think they're real? Because people get attached to these Spider-Man couples. Can't relate, but there's <laughs> <laughs> not much of a marvel. You know, it would be iconic. They break up. Tom Holland dates Jacob Elordi and they're both so happy together. Could you imagine? I could. <laughs> no, no. I bet you it'll be something like, we regret, we want our privacy, but we still have tons of respect for each other. It'll be like every other breakup statement. Yeah, I want Zendaya to date like a older, not, I mean, not very old, but like a well-to-do, almost like a powerful Hollywood executive, some sort of power couple status like that. Ooh, okay. Yeah. This actress who was fired from the one named pay cable show was being loud while having sex at a party with this twice as old as her married a less actor from a Chicago-based show. And that is Barbie Ferreira at the Fleur Room. I wonder which actor from a Chicago-based show, because there's Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. I think there's there was a Law & Order Chicago. Hmm. Twice her age. She's 26. So that would be a 52-year-old. Who are you? Who? I know the guy who plays Steve Miranda's Steve Miranda. I know he's on Chicago Fire. <laughs> Shut up. Could you? <laughs> Miranda. This foreign-born a less actor heard there was going to be some bad press about him, which is why he flew to see the woman who he calls his girlfriend and who is getting tired of the arrangement which is why she took a project halfway around the world from him. And that's Tom and Zendaya. And that's when he allegedly, he didn't allegedly fly. He did fly over 4,000 miles to visit Zendaya in Budapest, like a truly devoted boyfriend. And he also said he was taking a social media break for his mental health. Mood. Isn't that funny though? Whenever they're like, he flew like 4,000 plus miles I don't know. To all of these bitches, isn't it just sitting in first class for maybe like 20 minutes more? I just find that so funny. Like they flew like 4,000 miles to go see someone. I don't, when I'm at, whenever I'm getting on a plane, it's like either one hour, two hours, three hours. It's not. Anyway, these headlines do a lot. 
This one named actress has been trying for five years to purchase photos taken from a December 2015 screening and after party where she is hanging on for dear life to the disgraced producer and some photos of the pair, which really look like the pair are super close. Apparently, she finally hit the right price. Those are pictures of Zendaya and Harvey Weinstein. Now, that is part of Zendaya's blind item life. She was allegedly very close to him and... She wore there, his wife's designs previously yeah. as well. Yeah. So you can hear more about that on our Patreon episode or honestly just type in her name followed by blind items and I'm sure something will pop up. If you thought the now former pay cable actress was a huge diva on the one named show, she's 10 times worse in the new project she's filming. It's no wonder she hasn't booked anything beyond what she's filming. A terror. And that's Barbie. I just, the ending, a terror, a horror. All right, this one's long. The young one. If there was hope that a new generation of actors, directors, producers would be less a-holy in their behavior towards people without as much power, it doesn't look like it. I will give you a case in point. This A-list actor, Jacob Elordi, is so hot right now. Television and movies. He is everywhere and knows how to use his publicity to get his name out there even more. In the short time he has been at this level of fame, he got at least one person fired from a show, Euphoria, because he didn't like the person. The person didn't do anything wrong. The actor just went to the producers and gave them an ultimatum, and the person was fired. In his current project, Priscilla, he wanted a production assistant fired because she wouldn't sleep with him. When the PA said she was going to complain, they found her an office job. He then hit on the next production assistant. She turned him down, and he went off on her and verbally berated her until she quit. Production got smart and hired a guy, so it would not keep happening. He got a barely there celebrity, Olivia Jade, hammered drunk at his house and then had sex with her. She says it was consensual, but the way she described the evening didn't really sound that way. Ooh. Oh, yowza. That's okay. rough. Well, Kelly, your intuition was right to not like this guy, allegedly. Allegedly, and I do think next year something's going to come out about him. Mm. This illiterate actress who frequently gets naked in the meme actor have a little team up going against the one named actress, Sydney Sweeney, Timothy Chalamet, and Zendaya. And another part of Zendaya's blind item life is that Timothy Chalamet hates her. It's like all their blind items, even though on red carpets, they're besties. Allegedly, he really doesn't like her. <laughs> the illiterate pay cable actress who gets naked a lot thought she was getting one kind of article slash interview about her and got something that made her look ungrateful. And the interviewer looks like they were stoned. She needs a new publicist. So that's Sydney Sweeney. And that is when she was talking about her money. And also, this is so fucked up. She says social media trolls are tagging her family in nudity posts on Instagram. Yeah, that's not great. She is sexualized so much i've said this before but when i was doing my euphoria episode and trying to look up stuff about her i put people's names into twitter reddit google blogs trying to find stuff about her on reddit and twitter if you type in sydney sweeney be prepared for slow motion gifs of her boobs going up and down because that's the only thing people are posting about her in there it's crazy people are obsessed wow mm-hmm it is pretty funny that within 24 hours of the one named a minusless actress posting that iconic thirst trap photo that the PR team of her boyfriend released a barrage of messaging about how they can't wait to get married and start a family. Zendaya and Tom Holland. 
I don't know the thirst trap photo. It was a pretty picture of her on Instagram at the time when this was posted, but it wasn't anything. I mean, she looks fantastic always, but it wasn't iconic in the sense of Kim Kardashian champagne on her butt, that type of thing. But it did team up where she posted a really pretty picture on Instagram. And then Tom Holland, by the way, has been stage five clinger was in the news lately. I want to have a family. I want to have a family. Meanwhile, Elon Musk is texting him like, you go, Tom, you get it done. (laughs) (laughs) We need to overpopulate the planet. (laughs) So this is the final blind item before we talk about the article from the Daily Beast. Please explain to me why the co-star of this A-list birthday celebrator was with the celebrator all day, but the quote boyfriend had to coordinate where and when to be places with the team. And that's Tom and Zendaya. And it says like nothing more than that. It it doesn't say who she wanted to celebrate with. It doesn't say any of that. So like I said, this is all from the Daily Beast. I suggest everybody read the full article, but I just kind of took bullet points of the parts that I found interesting. So a persistent rumor about tensions between some cast members and Sam Levinson, specifically Ferreira, who allegedly butted heads with Levinson over some elements of the direction of her character. The talks are said to have gone south with Ferreira allegedly walking off set and Levinson cutting back her screen time. These strains were also referenced by the euphoria leaker who claimed that HBO wasn't all that pleased with the direction the season had headed. So the daily beast ended up speaking with a handful of production sources who claimed that Ferreira indeed did walk off at least two times not including the time Ferreira had to be helped off after she slipped and fell twice, twisting her ankle during filming of episode four's hot tub puke sequence. Sources also say that at least one sex scene involving her was cut from the final episode. Both HBO and Barbie's team have declined to comment. One of the main bones of contention were the gruelingly long work days that could stretch anywhere from 15 to 17 hours. Quote, We shot all night, so we would start at 6 p.m. and go until whenever the sun would rise, 5 a.m., and we were so tired, Maude Apatow told Thrillist. We were trying so hard to even stay awake. So Jacob was less diplomatic. He said, quote, the thing is, we do it for so long. We shot that party for over a week, so very quickly, it's like being in hell. It's like being in a party that you don't want to be in at all, and you can't wait to leave. And then it just kind of wrapped it up by saying Sam allegedly has his favorites, Zendaya, Hunter Schaefer, and Sydney Sweeney. And that's kind of big parts of the article that I took from. So you guys, if you want to check it out again, it's the Daily Beast. I'm so confused by um, Barbie's sex scene being cut because so much was cut. Who would she have even been having sex with? It's it's hard to say. There wasn't like really any storyline for her. No, not at all. But it does make me curious. Did you hear of the rumors that there was a storyline for her, but it was dealing with her dealing with an eating disorder? And then she spoke up and said that she didn't. It it was a trigger. It was too personal. She didn't want to do that storyline. And then Sam just said, "Okay, well, then there's no storyline for you. Wow. I mean, I mean, all rumors, all alleged. But yeah. What do you think of that? Because as an actor, I think it is important to stand up for something if you don't believe in it. But is there that element where it's like, well, it's your job. Your character's going through this. 
what, what do you think about that? I'm just, I'm curious because I'm kind of on the fence of maybe like, of course it's personal to her and she'd have to relive some stuff, but like as an actor, do you want to push boundaries? Do you want to kind of open up to that? Is it your job to? Yeah, I, I know. I, I feel like people come at it from both angles of that. And like almost everything in life, I feel like there's a great compromise in the middle where you could, you know, I think she's completely within her right to say, hey, this is really triggering to me. And I think, I don't know, I guess Sam technically could cut it, right? That is within his grasp to do. But I'm sure there could have been something where, hi, like, I don't want to simulate puking. Like, let's not do that. Let's have it be a cutaway shot. Let's have the camera pan out. And there's so much you can do with directing and visuals to leave it to the imagination to show something without actually showing it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like some sort of compromise could have, I don't know, been resolved there too. But it seemed like the Sam guy is just a little bit of a freaking nut job and was kind of looking for an excuse to say, okay, well then no scene for you. Yeah, and I don't think the new season of Euphoria is even coming out to like 2024 or something. Everyone's saying too, they're like, they're literally going to be like age 30 filming this. Like Alexa Demi is going to be 35 being like, okay, hi, I'm here at high school. <laughs> I feel like there's no way it's going to even film the third season. I don't know if they've started filming it, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think this show is kind of done, even though I know it ended on such a cliffhanger. No, I could see that. Kelly, put it into the universe as your 2023 prediction that it will come out because I bet you'd get that one bang on the head. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I can't picture, you know, Sydney Sweeney's in Marvel movies right now. Zendaya is- Sydney Sweeney? Yeah, she got cast in, uh, it's with her, Florence Pugh and Dakota Johnson, I believe. But I know she was at Plymouth Rock. So she's filming something. Yeah, it's called Madame Webb. It was filmed in, it's being filmed in Boston. The blind items that will come from this because Sydney Sweeney, Emma Roberts, and Dakota Johnson are in it. And I'm so curious. What is, is Marvel its own country or something? I feel like the Marvel universe just expands and expands and expands. Are you a Marvel head girl, Kelly? No, I've seen the Avenger movies, but that's kind of it. And I think like the first Thor was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, they're always good movies. I'm just so staggered at how they're consistently able to make so many ones. I do not like that Harry Styles is going to be in the Marvel Universe. Get away. Well, when everyone was posting how big his arms have gotten, I was like, those are allegedly those good, good Marvel steroids. (gasps) Shut up. Because he's a thin dude. They're going to put them in Sydney Sweeney's boobs. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, you, I know you listen to the podcast. You know how we end it. I'm going to say I kind of, feel like Jacob is rotted and Sam Levinson is rotted. And that's kind of how I feel about the overall vibe. Yeah, I would agree with both those. And then I would say that Alexa is, what do you call someone who's only halfway rotted? Like moldy? A little bit moldy. Just from all of the personal DMs that I've gotten, which are obviously all alleged. So we will see. And I agree with you too. Euphoria seems like a shit show. Just the fact that Dumois got so many blind items that even little old me was getting items about people who worked on the show and nothing was locked down on that set and everybody was grumpy. So it seems like it wasn't a good place to be. Yeah. And I I don't know if it'll come back for another season. Damn. Okay. Well, there we go. You could say that your podcast episode ended euphoria because it was so, (laughs) so exposing and so good. 
Well, Shannon, I'm going to roll out the red carpet for you. First of all, thank you for coming on. Such short notice. Troy and I love you so much. Where can everyone find you across all social platforms? Oh, you're the best. We are at Fluently Forward everywhere. Uh, We also do blind items, gossip, and a little bit of those conspiracy theories. I'm talking Atlantis, dragons, aliens, all of that fun stuff, and celebrities rolled into it as well. So Fluently Forward everywhere. Before we go, what mystical creature would you fuck? Oh, God, it has to be just one. Yeah. Okay. I've thought about it a lot. Probably aliens. Yeah. How about you? Vampire. I knew you were, I knew you were going to say vampire. Yeah. I'm a basic bitch, okay? No, vampire, vampires are good. I mean, they're powerful and they're somehow always rich. You never meet a broke vampire. They have so much time to get money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're around forever. Guys, thank you so much for listening and make sure you subscribe, rate the podcast. I'm going to say Troy's line. We love you. Thank you again, Shannon, for coming on. We also love you. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.